Have a Good Night Thrust, based on Harry and Billy, together, chapters 2 and 3, written by Helena Clara Boucher, adapted script by Ash Van Gehring. Night Court Intro. No, I don't say that. Billy's apartment, late night. Inside her apartment, Billy changed into her favorite flannel nightgown and black robe and reclined on her couch to watch more late night, quote unquote, cable. Well, since I won't be getting any action tonight, I might as well finish watching this channel. As the couple moaned and performed arousing sexual acts on her television set, Billy undid her robe, slowly pulled up her gown, and, closing her eyes, began pleasuring herself as she imagined Harry thrusting into her. She thought of the first moment she met Harry. Before she started working in Harry's courtroom, she was told by different people of Harry being a nut. As Billy discovered, he was actually compassionate, fair, and oh so kind. She recalled when he was rushed to the hospital with stomach pain, and when fearing for his well-being, told him that she didn't want him out of her life yet. After a few minutes of self-pleasure, Billy came, heavily breathing with the couple who were now a pair of spent flesh resting in each other's arms. Suddenly, the knock at her door snapped her out of her reverie. Now who the hell is this? She wiped her pleasuring finger off quickly with a tissue and closed her robe. That had better not be Dan or I'll hang him by his shoelaces. Who is it? Billy, it's Harry. I know it's late, but can I come in, please? Uh, just a moment, Harry. She quickly unlocked and threw the door open. There he was with a pair of baby blue eyes and the dimples to match. He wondered if she was naked under that gown. Hi, I, I know it, it's almost one in the morning, but I was wondering if I could come in, come in for some cocoa? Cocoa, Harry? You drove all the way here to ask to come in for some cocoa? Actually, I was sitting outside your door playing with Mr. Sticky. Whoa! No, 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 your neighbor's cat. I gave him the name because I was in the hallway with him for like an hour. So you were babysitting the cat and decided to knock on my... Wait, you were sitting outside for an hour? Did you really want a cup of cocoa or something else? Harry pulled out a fresh evergreen mistletoe from his pocket and held it up for Billy to see. A big smile grew on her face. <gasps> Harry! Where did you get that? I had a spare in my glove compartment for Christmas. He threw his arms around her and kissed her like it was no tomorrow. Mm. Mm. Billy reciprocated with a French kiss, burying her tongue nearly down Harry's throat. Mm, Billy. Harry pulled open her robe, mm. his hands freely shaping her hips and running up and down her back. He picked her up 
carried her to her bedroom. Harry smothered her with more kisses as he fumbled with his belt. Billy lightly pushed him away to help him out of his clothes. Through giggles and heavy breathing, Billy got his undershirt off and started kissing and licking up and down his chest. Harry threw his head back, moaning with released pleasure. Afterwards, Billy and Harry lay on his back while she took off his pants. (laughs) Sock garters, Harry. Better than tape. Billy reached inside the slit of Harry's boxers and began stimulating Harry as he propped himself up on his elbows and watched her take in his manhood and slide her lips up and down and around it. Billy Billy stood up and pulled off her robe and began to remove her panties when Harry stopped her. She held on to his shoulders as he pulled them down. Billy carefully impaled herself on Harry's phallus and began to slowly rock back and rock forth. Harry smiled in between throaty groans as he cupped Billy's breasts and gently rubbed her nipples until they hardened. Harry was turned on by Billy's moans. They didn't sound the way he imagined. With every thrust, Billy's moans increased and grew louder. He silenced her moans with hard kisses as he increased his stride and came inside of her. It was a little after five in the morning when Harry slowly opened his eyes to realize that what he experienced hours before wasn't a dream. He noticed that Billy wasn't in bed. He found his boxers and went to find her. He heard water running in the bright the bathroom and found Billy in her robe, brushing her teeth. Hi, my lady, my love. Up so early? Come on back to bed. Harry, you don't have to be nice. I know I look like crap in the morning. You remember how I looked after I spent the night in jail. You looked pretty good for a gal who've just been deloused. You could have any woman you want, Harry. What's so special about me? You're quite generous by saying that I could get any woman that I want. This might come as a shock to you, Billy, but I didn't have a line of women begging to go out with me. I had a prom date in high school who went out with me on a dare. Had a girlfriend who dumped me right after graduation from college. I know I look okay and all, but I'm not your average modern guy. And that's what I like about you, Harry. Because sometimes you're not like other guys. You're not afraid to be yourself in spite of anything or anybody. I wouldn't have you any other way. You're something special. Billy? Yeah? What would you say if I told you that that I'm falling in love with you? (laughs) After rocking the bed with me, you're in love? No. I've been in love with you since the night at the hospital. I've never stopped. But when you said that you took back everything you said, I needed to protect my own feelings. So I said that I didn't mean it either. Oh, Harry. I guess that I thought swallowing a circus whistle was one of the dumbest things that a human being could do. And I overacted. Oh, I I mean overreacted. The question is, do you love me? With all my heart. But what about work? 
You said it yourself that it could get awkward. Why? Did we have to have a drunken romp? No, but I don't want to put myself in a situation where suddenly you decide that it's best that we break up. Ethically, Billy, we can't have a relationship other than work-related. And I'm sure that Judge Willard still has it out for me since I got out of that whole judicial review board mess. And this time, it just won't be my head on the chopping block. He'll go after you for sleeping with the judge, and then everybody will think that you're screwing your way to the, up the judicial ladder. That's absurd. But I've realized that what we do outside of work is nobody's business but ours. You're right, Harry. I guess that we have to steal as much time to be together as possible without making it obvious. But despite all the hiding, there is a glimmer of hope out of this. Oh, and what's that? Well, I'm not sure when it's going to happen, but I plan to leave legal aid. And when were you going to tell me? After our two-month anniversary? Harry! I'm not leaving next week or in two months, but I am looking at different law firms. I had dinner with an old friend from law school, and he encouraged me to get out of legal aid and use my talents for something bigger. Suddenly, Harry felt threatened by this prospect. He knew that Billy had the talents and drive for any firm to notice her. But would it change what they were starting to have? But then again, it could mean coming out as a couple... But she'll be working with the big shots and gaining more prestige as a high-power attorney. Would she risk being seen with a guy who's still considered a joke by most of his colleagues? A judge who shoots rubber darts at the assistant district attorney and makes corny jokes? Well, hope you get everything you ever wanted. Oh, Harry, don't be like that. I thought that you would support my dream. I do, but I also see you having steak and baked potatoes with some famous legal genius while I'm over at Papa Jack's having a burger and fries all by myself. First off, I like burgers and fries with a beer. Second, if I want to have steak and baked potatoes, I'll have them with you, Your Honor. We're going to be so happy together, and nothing's going to ruin that. Billy reached down and found what she was looking for. And speaking of stiff... I thought you'd never notice. She gave a gentle squeeze. Harry was loaded and ready. He mounted her and began making love to Billy again, comforted that he wasn't going to be alone for a while. Harry, what are your plans on Sunday? Well, I don't know yet. Besides playing another Tourmay record and... Steaming the wrinkles out of my judge's robe, or maybe coming back over here for some Sunday loving. How would you feel about having dinner with me and Ma that day? What time should I pick you up? Oh, Harry. And scene.
she's going to get gavel banged. <laughs> <laughs>